Okay, don't hit the mics. Is it recording? It is, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is officially recording. Oh, good. There, we've just, we've gone through, through so much to get here. We have, we have. We lost our producer. We lost our studio. We lost our whole studio. Right now, we're in a storage space. I feel like. With a drum set this that is we like, don't own. I feel like this is the set of Making a Murderer 2 because we are like in a warehouse area where like no one can find us no 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 this is like a complete like uh you know total garage band not you know okay well uh, yes it is also a storage slash rehearsal space because Mm -hmm. you can rent rooms here this is where they store podcasts Yes, so that's where we are <laughs> right now, <laughs> and we—it's been—it's been a minute, but we're back. And we I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is last name basis. <laughs> Hopefully, this is working. This might not work. We have no idea. Because <laughs> oh we have no producer. We have no studio. I'm really We're winging nervous. it. We found these microphones. It didn't, I mean, like, we just happened to wander into this storage space. We were looking for a place to get warm. Well, and it's there's no heat, so <laughs> that, that didn't work. <laughs> um, so we've been gone for a while. Patrick, where have we been? Uh, we were We were in Costa Rica. Yeah. Naturally. Well, we well had... first things first, I think the the important news we need to cover hmm. that Chipotle isn't actually selling a dollar one dollar burritos. Wait, what? Yeah, they're not. They're not. It was a hoax. Okay. I was never interested in a dollar burrito at okay. Chipotle. Well, I was. Even even despite the E. coli. You know, I was willing to roll the dice. For a dollar burrito, I would do it. Okay. Well, I'm really glad that we cleared that up because yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I don't know why people are like they go so like just b- like bonkers for Chipotle. I have no idea. There's always a line out the door of people like not, on their not lunch Not anymore. Break. Not after not after their E. coli breakouts. But you said yeah. that you were excited about dollar burritos and you put it on our list because you said <laughs> that you were going I wanted to get to the go word out there. Get one even though you could possibly also get a coli. I would have absolutely risked E. coli for a dollar Why? burrito. But thank God I went over there and I didn't see any signs that advertised dollar burritos and I looked it up online and found out that it was just a hoax because how pissed would you be if you got through the line, got to the checkout, they said, okay, your burrito is not $1, but $8. And it also has E. coli. And then you pay for it. You get fucking E. coli. Like, how how upsetting would that be? Now so, you've been tricked into, like, paying $8 for a burrito you didn't want for a coli okay. you didn't need. Okay. So you would be okay with getting a coli if you'd only paid a dollar for it? I'm saying I would have bought the risk. Oh, God. That doesn't make any... You're going to be an awful parent. <laughs> so we went to Costa Rica. Can we talk about that now uh, that yeah, you've gotten your burrito that. out of the way? <laughs> so we went to Costa Rica for seven days, and I was there for eleven, uh, twelve. Okay, well, just br- rub it in. Yeah, why don't sorry. You? you know, as we sit here in a storage space with no fucking heat, I'm already freezing. This and is I'm not a beach. Just thinking about there are no infinity pools here. Oh, I like seriously. Our time in Costa Rica was the bougie life that I've always 
been meant to have. Been meant to have? Where yeah. did you go wrong? I mean, I was just born to parents that didn't have any money. Like, that's just, I should have, like, we stayed in a four-bedroom, like, McMansion with an infinity pool and, like, waterfall inside the house. You're like a pre-snob. Yeah, I'm like a, no, I'm not. I'm not a snob. I just felt like when I was there, I thought, yes, this is the. I'm better than other people. No, I didn't. No, I felt like. This is I could get used to this. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We it had it had a balcony for every room. It had a, a deck with an infinity pool that overlooked the sunset, the perfect sunset. It was like every a cliff. single night. It was like a we were like off of like the side of a rocky cliff, so rocky that when you were driving down the street to or it wasn't even a street, honestly. It was just no. like a strewn it was a bunch of rocks. rocks. Yeah. But you could look off the side of the little path and you would just go straight down into the depths of the Costa Rican abyss and you would die. Um, but it was, I mean, it was, it was amazing. Um, so we made a list of some things from our trip. Um, the thing, honestly, it was an amazing time. The only regret that I have is that we didn't see any sloths. Not a single sloth. We were told that they're everywhere from everybody. Well, and the guy, when we went on, we went on this waterfall tour and we asked the guy, Hey, what about sloths? And he was like, Oh, actually we saw a sloth crossing the road before he picked you up. And that's why we were late. And I was just like, that's how many sloths there there were for this guy. This sloth was just like chilling in the middle of the road. He got him on Instagram. Like he has an Instagram uh, video <laughs> of the sloth relaxing before he came and picked us up. And that's the only thing that I really wanted to see in Costa Rica was a sloth. Because they're just so, oh my God, they're so ugly cute, right? They're cool. They're cool animals. And they're supposed to be everywhere in all the trees. But we didn't see a single one. We did, however, see a lot of white-faced monkeys. A lot of howler monkeys, I saw howler monkeys, and uh, white-tailed deer, which is the national animal of Costa Rica. And a raccoon tried to steal my purse. A raccoon actually went into your shit and tried to steal your wallet. It didn't go into my shit. That's disgusting. It went into my bag, and it tried to steal my wallet. And I was in the water screaming at the raccoon and had to, like, run. Mm, Everyone thought you were screaming shark. No, no one thought I was screaming shark. (laughs) That's right, because nobody there spoke English. (laughs) And I also was not yelling shark. I was saying, get the fuck away from my bag. (laughs) Which is Spanish for shark. No, it is is not. Um, The other thing that was kind of um, interesting was I lost my voice when I was home for Christmas. So when I got to Costa Rica, I like completely lost my voice. And so I did not talk for about four days of our trip. It was I, I really favored the first half of our trip. Okay. I really enjoyed yeah. that. You were you were really you get cuter and sweeter when you can't talk. I, I don't know if you know so, that. I was so upset. The first day I cried like a baby because I you know, you I did. was on You just a, sat down in the middle of our room and just cried. I did because I was on a beautiful vacation with we were there with a couple that we knew, but we didn't know the other two couples there. And so it's hard to, you're with a bunch of people, you're on a fun trip. I didn't drink the entire trip because I was sick and I was had lost my voice and I needed my voice when I came back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to have a good time and also get to know the people that I was with. And I just felt like I can't communicate, you know? And it was really, I felt like, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. You were nothing like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Except for when my voice came back, I was like, "Ah, ah, 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 (laughs) No, you weren't. 
I, went I kind to the, of was. I went to the pharmacy, which has <laughs> loose over-the-counter laws in Costa Rica, and bought you a plethora of drugs. You did, but I'm just saying. I had you on like eight different things at once, including a Z-Pack. I know, but I was like, kind of like the little man. I was kind I... of like fucking... What is who is it? So you don't even the, you don't even who, know who who mm-hmm. who like mm-hmm. wins the voice back and I, you don't do you did have you ever seen the little? Baby? I was like I was like Ursula, but like a kind, friendly Ursula. I was like I'll give you your voice. Then back. that means you are nothing like Ursula well, because you know. Ursula took her voice and she said that in order for her to get it back, she had to get Eric to kiss her. You need to be lucky I didn't make you into one of those little seaweed people. <laughs> Just count your blessings, friend. <laughs> Leave it at that. Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> um, but I did feel like Ariel. But I will say this. It was a nice learning experience for me to be quiet and listen. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really trying to contain some You some are opera. being so. Because it's so funny to hear somebody say, wow, it's a, it's, it's a real learning experience. When you actually have to listen. No, 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 no. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it was a nice exercise. I do listen, Mm. but it was an exercise in I got like a little app so that I could text to everyone if I needed to say something. It was like big text on the screen. And I realized that a lot of times that I was going to say something or I wanted to say something, I wasn't actually contributing to the conversation. And I think Mm -hmm. that I do that. Everyone does that a lot where you're just like, yes, girl, or like, that was really funny. Or you just kind of repeat what someone else said, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. And because I could not actually speak, I realized that there are a lot of times I just really didn't have to or need to contribute anything. Listening was better than actually turning the conversation into something about me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you know what? When you do that, I'm going <laughs> to point it out to you because you do I'm that saying. a lot where I say something and then you just repeat what I said. Yeah. Exactly. And what I'm saying is that when you realize you can't talk and you have to type it out, you realize, oh, shit, I'm actually just going to regurgitate what you said and I don't have the ability to do that because I can't talk. And then as I'm typing it out, I realize that this is pointless and I don't need to contribute it. Plus, the moment is passed. No, it's not even about that. It's about, like, does this further the conversation? Like, I had some funny one-liners via text. <laughs> I did, and they were funny. And you shake you the phone, and it makes it blink, and it's just, like, funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. You 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 had some great texted one-liners, and you found a, you found the right app for it. I'm, um... You're I'm so imp- rude. I'm really impressed. You killed it. No, you did you did great, but but you're right. You had to... Pick your battles, I think is what you're saying, right? Well, I mean, they weren't battles. It was just you had to make sure that if I was going to contribute something that it was worthwhile. And I just, you know, I had like a personal growth moment going into the new year. And I'm just, I'm sad that you don't realize and appreciate that. I do. I do. I appreciated it at the time. In fact, the first time you told me that, what did I say to you? Do you remember? No, I wasn't listening. What else happened on our trip? Oh, let's see. Um, we colored a lot. You brought coloring books, and we did adult coloring, which is not naked coloring. What? It, well, oh, adult right, because adult coloring. Okay, I just had a moment of like, what? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not 
it's not some special type of coloring. It's just coloring things that are pretty much too detailed for children. Well, here's the thing, too. You is brought those coloring books, man. And everybody got sucked in one at a time. Exactly. Everyone walked by and was like, I'm going to color this bird now. And you know what's great is you shaded me about those color The coloring book I that you bought you about me. everything. But I'm just saying that you were oh, shady right, about you it. You bought me the coloring book that you talk shit about it. And then when we were on our trip, everyone did the same thing. Everyone was like, coloring books? God, these are so trendy now. What's, what is it with adult coloring books? Cut to the next night. They're sitting there with a glass of wine, coloring and getting so into it. Like one of the guys in our group was like, what the fuck? And then he sat there and colored the hell out of this amazing bird and got like super detailed and got really into the patterns and had a whole color scheme. And it was beautiful. And you know, it was just super relaxing, and especially because I couldn't talk. It was like a cathartic. I loved it. I'm so glad everyone got into it. You included. You're, I did. You I need colored. to finish your suncock. The suncock. <laughs> okay. He's now, like, it's an adult coloring book. It's an adult coloring book, guys. No one's naked, but I did draw a big <laughs> dick on a bird. I didn't do any of that. You didn't? No, it's actually it's actually a chicken or a rooster with little suns on it. So we called it the suncock. We. That was all you, bro. Well, you're calling it the suncock now, so hence the we. I thought it was a funny pun. That's right. Suncock. Wait, was suncock being the pun? Yeah, like cock, cock. I don't know, whatever. Maybe it's not really a pun. I jumped off a really high thing, and I thought... I thought oh, my, <laughs> a really high thing. Patrick jumped off. It was like a little... It was a, it was a small cliff. Cliff. Yeah, it was like a little cliff overlooking a waterfall that we were, we were on. We, we actually went through... We went to see a bunch of different waterfalls uh, on this one particular tour, and one of them was really cool. Some of them oh, wait, you wait, could go we, underneath. Can we, before we go into that, can we say that you fell in love with our instructor for our waterfall tour? Why don't you just go into that after I talk about the waterfalls? Okay, fine, fine. Now you ahead. have to cut all that out. Sure, I'll cut it out. I'm editing it, so I'll cut out whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, where was I? That we went under a waterfall. Oh, we had some some of the waterfalls. Like, you could go under the waterfalls. We found one that, that had this sort of natural slide to it. It was like a 20-foot slide. You could just... It was smooth stone. You could just sort of push yourself off the edge, and you kind of shot down this little tube and then into the water. At that one, there was a cliff above that that had um, pretty much nowhere to stand. It was extremely dangerous. The tour guide we were with was um, was a knew god. how to get a up god. there. He knew what he was. Uh, he knew what he was doing. He you know he had been. He around. made it look so easy. He was all jacked, and he had a man bun, and he was you know he was a pretty cool looking guy. And you he had a, a tattoo, right? He had a chest tattoo. He had like a a disturbing set of abs. It was like Patrick was like that guy. I want to look like that. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. I, he had a man bun that was practical. Just to just to get back to the man bun thing. I mean, yes, he had the, he had the sort of man bun that was like that's not a man bun. That's a bun that he had to put his hair into simply because. He was just so badass, and it was in his face. And it, hair in your face while you're being badass is just annoying. It I wouldn't mean, stop him from being any, badass. Uh, technically, every man bun has a function because if your hair is long enough, not a to clip put on a, man bun. No, of course not. But those don't actually exist. That was a meme for you, you know. Don't know that. It was. I do know that because it's not real. Anytime a man puts his like hair a in a bun. Burrito. If it's too long and he needs to pull it back, it's no, functional. Come on. You know that people are put you know that people do that for fashion. You know that. I'm not saying they don't do it for fashion, but I'm saying that fashion can also be What I'm saying was fashion didn't have anything to do with it. Fashion was Whatever. Was he had the thing. sides of his head shaved and there's no purpose to sh- shaving the sides of your head. It was 
purely what you, what fashion. What are you trying to get at here? I'm just saying, like, he was doing it you to just be wanna... fashionable. <laughs> he wasn't doing it to be it fashionable. It was both. It was fashion and utility. Listen, it listen. had a purpose, but he was trying to be stylish. Friend. It's okay. It's okay to like style. You liked his style. Just say no, it. I didn't like his style. You did. He uh, was, no. You did. No. You did. Um, anyway. So you jumped off of a So cliff. I jumped off. It was probably like 40 or 50 feet up. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say that. <laughs> um, okay, sure. <laughs> but It was high enough that when I slipped and oh. almost didn't get off the rock, oh. fortunately there were no rocks directly beneath me, which is why he took us to that particular precariously balanced point. It's because if you did fall and didn't actually get a good jump, you didn't fall under rocks. You still managed to fall into the water. Anyway, I like half belly flopped, Ooh. and my I came down like on my chest and throat. It was I, scary. It felt like I somebody punched me in the throat, and then I went like twelve feet underwater because of the momentum. And uh, I was for a moment, I was like, when I get above this water, when I actually break the surface of the water, am I going to be able to breathe? I don't know. Well, and when you hit the water, everyone went, oh. Yeah, there's footage of that. Yeah. The sound that everyone made. Well, here's the thing. It was really scary because I went down the um, down the, the waterfall slide part. I did. I jumped, but it was a really small jump. And it's so funny because when I watched the video of it, during the jump, it felt like an eternity. It felt mm. like a huge jump. And then I watched the video and I was like, God damn, that is not a big jump You're at all. Like, like, it was really, really <laughs> small, but it felt so slow. Your jump was like 10 feet. I'm, I just acknowledged that it was, that it like, was a short jump. It was tiny. It was a small jump, which I already said. The funniest part was, because you did the little jump and you went down the little waterfall slide. And both times you were scared of doing them and you went ahead and you did them Neither time did you look happy that you had done them after the fact. I was proud of myself, but it was really scary. Like, here's the thing. You know that I don't like danger. I don't. (laughs) I don't like danger or adventure. That's not me at all. And so, you know, Shonda Rhimes, Year of Yes, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. (laughs) You read the the title of that book. I didn't even read the book. I just read the title, and I was inspired by the title. I'm going to read the book eventually, but in the meantime. It sounds like you got everything you need out of it. Well, I I like Shonda Rhimes. I want to read more about her story. And, you know, it's inspiring to hear somebody that's been told no a bunch of times and is really kind of persevered and now has a ton of success. And that's why you read the book and not just the title. Mm. But in the meantime, I still wanted to embody Year of Yes. So I went down the freaking waterfall slide and I jumped off the cliff. But it was hilarious that that everybody else was scared to do these things, did them, and it was like, oh yeah, that's awesome, man. No, was Shemika fun. wasn't like that. Yeah, Shemika, Shemika was, was like, Shemika was like, okay, I'm good, thanks, Shonda, I yeah. did it. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she and was, she was, she was like, much I'm good. like you. She, she was, was like, I'm good, I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> she was a lot like you, but it was really funny that most other people were like excited about having done it and really thrilled and like, oh, that was fun. No, and, Lisa, you know, wasn't really either. beat the, really like beat their own fears. You were just, you were just like, I am not enjoying this. I didn't enjoy it while I did it. I did it to no, say I did it. that's not true. I didn't do that. I was just like, whoa, I did it. Hey, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Okay, so we are back, and if you hear some, I don't know, something that sounds something like a... Rehearsal. <laughs> band rehearsing in a garage, it's because we are in a garage. And there, uh, there's a band rehearsing. Um, oh, we... I think the band just stopped. Oh, they're on break. Or they're getting ready to do a drum solo. I think they were doing like a Weezer cover. Really? I think so. I think that's what it was. What song was it? Oh, God, I don't know. It was the um, hash pipe. Yeah, that's that's the one. I think they were playing that, which oh, is like they the play easiest. A, yeah, Weezer play song a better play. Weezer song. Play "Say It Ain't So." I love that song. They or don't, don't actually. Do, can you do it after the podcast <laughs> is done? Thank you. You take requests. I don't think they're good enough for that yet. Okay, they're gonna have to work up to say. Well, it ain't let's so. not talk shit about them so that they stop interrupting our show. So guess what? What we have two anniversaries. Two anniversaries. Yeah. Okay. Today, which will be tomorrow when the show goes up. <laughs> okay, that's not will confusing. Be two days ago. Fuck. I don't know when it will be. But by the time this, this goes week up, week is the anniversary of our first episode of our podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I was wondering where you were going with this it's two been, anniversary. Thing. It's been a year. Off and on, because... How many episodes do we have, since you're the one who always puts them up? I think we have, like, 30-something. 30 30-something? 30 that's not bad. Out of 52, that's not bad. Listen... That's more than half. I am really proud of us, and I think that that is a good segue into the fact that it is a new year, and we have some resolutions, and one of my resolutions is for last name basis to be more consistent. And... Mm. There's been a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there was, <laughs> listen, okay. I don't mean to go down. I mean, listen, I mean it, up. it's just been hard because we were recording in a studio and then we had to work with the schedule of our producer and then the studios moved and then that was a whole scheduling thing and then I traveled and then you traveled and then the holidays and there was just always something. It's like a year in review. Right, exactly. A look back at 2015 <laughs> and all the weeks we missed. But I think I'm hoping, based on how this episode sounds, and this is, you know, a work in progress, that we will now be able to have a more consistent schedule because we won't need to require our producer in the studio situation. You know mm. what I mean? Like, Because we can do this like on the street, in any storage shed. We can wander into somebody's garage. Exactly. <laughs> we well, can, we can would, do this I wherever. I wish we could record at home, but our neighborhood is just so loud. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, we're going to have to figure it out, but I'm hoping that this means that maybe we can record in the evenings or during the week sometimes instead of having to always record on... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm hoping that that means that we can be more consistent for the new year. Once we get our home or our um, on-the-go setup perfected. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think we can do this. I think we can be more um, consistent as a podcast. Ooh, are you re repeating what I said? I'm actually doing it very deliberately. I don't think you are. Oh, but okay. I am. I am. Okay, what are some of your resolutions? I, uh, I, you know, I, I have, I have, I have a very funny story. Well, first, let me tell you this. Here's my resolution, my my biggest resolution. I I kept it a hundred all year. This year, I think I'm gonna try to keep it 120. Keep it 120. I'm into it. Okay, so I'm gonna keep it 120. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a new. I'm gonna have to request a new emoji for this, so that I can keep it 120. Or you could just put the 100 and then plus 20. Yeah, I'm making people do math for this. No, people will get it. Um, 
I have a really funny story. So the last night that I'm in Costa Rica, I'm on the beach alone. I, I think I, we mentioned earlier that I went there early and stayed later. So Fran was there for seven days. I was there for two days before that and a few days afterwards. The last night I'm there, I'm by myself. I'm on the beach in Dominical. I'm watching the final sunset in Costa Rica, my last night there. I take out this journal that I've had for a few years, right? And so I'm like all alone, right? Great time, last sunset to, to write down my thoughts for the new year and really put down into, into words all of my resolutions, my hopes, and my goals. I open up this journal and from, <laughs> and from 2014 to 2015, literally every resolution that I had for 2016 was already written in this journal. So you didn't have to write anything? I didn't have to write anything. I was so fucking pissed. It also means that you didn't accomplish any of your (laughs) resolutions from last year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, so a lot of them were pretty general. Like, like, um, like keep it 120, you know? You said you didn't say 120 last year. No, 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 no. But a lot of them were pretty general. Like, Like, what else? Like, you know, know, get into better shape, that sort of stuff. And I did actually end this year in significantly better shape. Not perfect shape. But significantly better shape. Well, there's no such thing as perfect shape. So you are. Oh, I'm going to find it. It's out there. It's and gonna, I'm going to be in it. It's going to be our guy. Our guide. Our, guide. <laughs> our tour guide had the perfect shape. I was like, I want that man's life oh and body. Oh, my God. He, you... he roams around Costa Rica showing people waterfalls. He did a swan dive from the same place that I jumped and fell on my throat. He did a swan dive, and it I swear to motion. God, he paused mid-dive. He did. It was like unbelievable. He did. We watched the video, and I swear to you, he paused. The man like, literally in the floated of, it was, down. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like I'll give it to you, but I do love just the glee in your eyes as you talk <laughs> about him. Because I swear, I was like, "Are you guys gonna get married?" Patrick's like, "I think I'm gonna take surf lessons." I was like, "You've never in your life had an interest in surfing until you saw this man, who's clearly a <laughs> That's surfer." Not true. It is true. That's not true. Okay, sure. I did. I wanted to surf when I went down there, and I did surf. And I stood up and I rode the wave all the way into the beach several times. Well, I didn't Boom. see it, so I don't know that it happened. So it doesn't. So it doesn't count. No. And when I stood up after I got out of the, after I was done surfing, I had like abs <laughs> and I, a man bun. I had a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> it was transformative. It really was. What, what What was something else on your list of New Year's resolutions? Uh, I see, oh, I see what you're directing me towards. I didn't write this. Um, you didn't fact, write, this wasn't one of your resolutions? Says, I, it's right here it on the list, here, though. quit smoking, but but Fran, we use Hackpad, so I could see that you <laughs> wrote quit smoking on my New Year's resolution list. I don't, I mean, can you show it to the listeners? I, no, I can't, you're right. So then? I could take a picture of it. So then post no it. one believes you. Uh, but the truth is, I have quit smoking, yes. and... I mean, I am in pretty damn good shape for somebody You've who been has so good. no nicotine in their system, and it's only been a couple of days. So I'm doing really well. And and forget that, like, three episodes ago I, I committed to quitting smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend that didn't happen for the moment. Yeah, but I'm really proud of you, and you've been doing a really good job. So you're welling your way to keeping your New Year's resolution. Next year when I open that journal, man, I'll have new things to write in it. I hope so. Um, what about you? What are some other things that you want wanted to do this uh, year? Well, one of the things that I wanted to do was dress cute all of the time, which I'm not really doing today. I kind of... Wait, is this saying win the Powerball? On this? <laughs> <laughs> one did. of your resolutions is to win the Powerball? I would like to... I mean... 
I think that there's power in writing something down and do like bringing really, it like, to fruition. Do you know how the resolution thing works? I thought putting win the Powerball was a good. I mean, I could win this one. I could win another Powerball. Did you buy more tickets? No, I need to. Tomorrow is the day <laughs> that it gets drawn. I got to do it. My mom told me that you're not supposed to play numbers you know. You're supposed to let the machine pick the numbers. Like that's the way to do it. Oh, why? Wh- how does that help? I don't know. She just said that that's what you're supposed that, to do. Does that lower the one in 500 million odds that you have of winning? I don't know. I just, I was going to play like my birthday and our anniversary and like stuff like that. And then she was like, no, 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 no. That's not the right way to do it. Keep an eye on those numbers. Let's see if our birthdays and anniversary days that would pop be up. So, <laughs> so actually that happened to my uncle. My uncle used to play the same numbers every single week. Every week he played the same number for like 30 something years. And then the day he didn't play the numbers, I forget what happened, but I remember he got in like a fight with my aunt or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like, he was really mad. He was trying to play his numbers. And the day he didn't play those numbers is the day that they happened. And he was like, I mean, I feel like it broke up their marriage. Did he did he continue playing after that? Because I feel like once it's spent, it's kind of no. Like you can't play the... those same numbers anymore. They're right, ne- they're never going to come up again. They're like burnt out, which which is ridiculous because they have the exact same odds of coming up the next day as they did the day that they came up. No, except he played them for so many years, and then that's and why he they missed came. his chance. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm gonna be so, see. Oh, now you put that in my head. I feel like it's gonna be our this anniversary. This is how they get you. I've never played the lotto in my life, but now the Powerball is a billion spent dollars. Like ten bucks, yeah, yeah. it's like one point four billion. I now. spent it's ten dollars. Ten dollars is not bad. It's a waste of ten dollars. Okay, Although, but if I had won the Powerball, you wouldn't think it was a waste of ten dollars. I'd would be like, you? "We're rich!" Exactly. <laughs> you asshole! Of you course. would take all the credit. You would be so excited like, I told about her to it. To play our anniversary. Oh my god. Well, one thing I do want to try and do is I really want to try and host some live events. Maybe like a live last name basis could oh, be cool. I don't know what that would be like. That would be really, I'm, I, I don't do things like that. You do. You, I mean, you're an entertainer. You could put that on your list of trying to get out of your, you know, out of your comfort zone. I did. That's not on my list. But I'm getting out of could, my comfort zone. It could be on your list. Maybe something, get out of your comfort zone. Fran, I just quit smoking cigarettes. I'm so far out of my comfort zone right now. Like, <laughs> you're you like, my haven't. comfort zone is having a cigarette <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> my comfort zone is being like, well, nicotined. <laughs> I'm just saying, another thing outside of your comfort zone could be doing a live show. I mean, I want to do live shows in general, but I don't know. Maybe. I like how you just implied a whole new resolution for me. You're like, it's another thing that I'm you just, can do that's out I'm of your comfort zone. I'm trying <laughs> to encourage you and be a supportive spouse. It's not something to be upset about. All of this started because I was bringing up anniversaries, and our 10-year anniversary is this week. That is insane. I Even know. though we've been seeing, we've been talking about this moment for like four years. I think now. the past, no, the past two now years, like two we've years. been like, oh my god, it's almost a decade, almost a decade. You know. And now it's here. I know. So, um, in honor of our 10-year anniversary, not wedding anniversary, like dating anniversary. We thought that we would kind of just go over some great milestones in our relationship. Like Like what? How we met. How did we meet? We were at, so we went to high school together, but we didn't date in high school. 
which I swear if I had a dollar for every single time that I've said that, because I feel the excitement when I say, we met in high school. People go, <gasps> and then I say, but we didn't date. And then they're like, oh, you weren't high school sweethearts? And I'm oh, like, really? No. See, I don't want to be the high school sweetheart. I don't, I want, don't to, want that. I'm so glad we weren't yeah, high school sweethearts. I don't sweethearts. want people to like, I, I just like, eh. I mean, nothing against that. If you found the right person and you're no, happy. No, no, no. I just right think person, we were just happy. not, we were just terrible people in high school. I think that if we? you. I heard stories about you when I was in high school about you making a teacher cry and having to sit in a hall closet because you got kicked (laughs) out of a class. I heard those stories. They did shame me pretty hard. So, yeah, okay? And I say we because I'm trying to take ownership of the fact that people grow and that when I was in high school, I was a little rough looking. And I was insecure and not maybe not very nice. (laughs) I was a bitch. You were very judgmental, weren't you? I don't know that it was judgmental. I think it was just like a defense mechanism that I was just kind of like snark. I'm still snarky, but I think it was more snark out of like jealousy and and insecurity. And it was just like a way to kind of protect myself. And I'm glad that you didn't know that, Francesca, because she was not cool. And she definitely was not as hot. Oh, really? Well, I didn't miss anything. Exactly. So cool. we weren't high school sweethearts. We... Ran into each other. I had to date all the hot girls while you were while you were like you know working up to it oh or God. whatever. I wish you could see my face right now, but okay, sure, sure, whatever. That's in the past. Listen, I'm trying to say how we met. Oh, oh right, right. This is supposed to be romantic. Yes, I'm totally blowing it. We're supposed to be looking back fondly on you know ten years of love. And you're talking about other girls. Fuck. Ten years ago, I don't even remember who they were. Tell me their names right <laughs> fucking now. I couldn't tell you. Do they have better bodies than me? No. Okay. Um, we were at a party of a friend of ours who is now a celebrity. Um, so we won't say his name. And um, it was a Thanksgiving party. So it was right before my birthday. And I thought Patrick was into some other girl. But it turned out he was into me. I was, because you were gorgeous. And I wasn't that into you because I just assumed that you wouldn't go for me. And I was like, uh, you know, I'll get the next one. And uh, and then... You walked me to my busted little car. Your busted little car. We both had busted little cars. Mm. I think that we bonded over that. Absolutely. Because our cars were just pieces of crap. I ch- I bonded with anybody I could about my shitty car. It was that shitty. Patrick's car was so terrible. There was a hole in the floor that you could watch the road. It was like those uh, glass bottom <laughs> boats, except for it was a car. And it was a. So you could keep your eye on the road while you were like <laughs> looking down and trying to find the joint that you dropped I or whatever. I was like, oh my God, I am so scared. If I drop something, it's going to go on the road and I'm never going to see it again. <laughs> um, so yeah, we started dating right after that and it was January 13th. You asked me to be your girlfriend and we went on a date to the zoo. We did. That was a that was a really sweet Really sweet date. You, except for I the think, gorilla, except for the gorilla pit was. You funky. love the gorillas. No, the gorillas smelled. So, I have never. They smelled disgusting. I have. It took me like never. all day to get that smell out of my nose. Here's the thing. You know how monkeys are like people. 
gorillas are really like people in the sense that they need antiperspirant or deodorant. Like, they <laughs> smell so freaking funky. They're really, really disgusting. I mean, they are disgusting for, like, miles. You're down by the rhinoceros pit. You can smell the gorillas. Yeah, it was really disgusting. We've had a lot of disgusting things in our relationship. <laughs> like, our first apartment. Our first apartment that was... That was a hellhole! was the best apartment ever. Oh, my God. Listen... <laughs> Our apartment was so, like, okay, and it wasn't our apartment. Like, the whole building itself was disgusting. Like, I swear to God, the building was so gross that the roaches would walk in through the front door. Like, usually, like, a roach is scared when it sees a person, and these roaches were like, hey, can you turn the fucking light off? Like, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> snack in here. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, not, not only is this roach talking, but it's not afraid of the light. Like, it was, it was just... It was Foul. all emanating from one particular apartment, and it had it, it created this oh sort of like God. horror movie. Didn't you go in there? Yeah, I did eventually. Yeah, because I finally got the guy to open it up and let me in there, so I could bomb the fuck out of those roaches, so I could kill them and get them out of our apartment, because we couldn't stop them from coming to our place. Basically, these people moved out and they left their fridge full of food. And so it just became like a breeding. They ground. left. They destroyed the place, but they left food everywhere. Uh, and they and they just and they just walked out. The problem was was that the building didn't own that because some of them were condo conversions. Right. There was an owner renting it to them. The owner was actually not living in the state at the time. And so they couldn't get into the so apartment. So they they wouldn't actually open the apartment for us and fix the problem because they didn't have the owner's permission and couldn't get in touch with them. So basically, for like two maybe longer months. Was it really months? <laughs> It was a long act. To get roaches to that level, oh, there were like hundreds of thousands oh of them. Oh my god, there. it was so like like you When honestly. the door when the door was closed ah. around the door from outside the hallway, ah. there were so many legs and antenna that oh it looked god. like it was lined with fur. That's <laughs> how many roaches were in that apartment. Oh my god. I'm really not exaggerating when I said roaches were coming in the front door. Like, they were walking up to the apartment door and being like, hey, guys, like, we just want to hang out with you. Like, it was so <laughs> scary. Oh, I can't believe we lived there. And then what was so, like, what was so funny when we were moving out, we had just met our neighbor. This was so funny to me. Our neighbor had, like, who was an ex-convict with facial tattoos. with facial tattoos. And heart of gold. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Except like, for the murder that he had been in I for. don't think that he was in for murder. I don't know. The teardrop said otherwise. The point was is that <laughs> he was a sweet guy that did not was not able to read social cues because our entire apartment was clean. And, you know, when you're, like, moving out, you just get to the point where you start giving things away because you're just like, I can't pack this. I don't want to take it. Just take it. So we were just giving him stuff. I was like, oh, you have a kid? Take these markers. Give them to her. Here's some craft supplies. Do you need, like, an extra thing of sponges? We were just giving him all types of crap. And then he's, our entire apartment is clean. We are leaving. And he's like, so, like, when are we going to hang out again? And it was <laughs> it was heartbreaking because we, we looked at him and we were like. Whoa. You're so dumb. No, I felt oh. terrible. <laughs> I was just like. The elevator is... doors were literally closing. Oh, my God. As we were going down and for the last time. And he was standing there holding our crap that we had just given him. To get into the car and drive away to New York <laughs> oh forever. And he was like. Yo, I'll see you next time. <laughs> I was like, no, you're we not like, going to no, see us. No, you're never going to see us again. Like, this is it. And he was like, well, maybe I'll come to New York and we'll hang out. And we were just like, no, dude, we're never going to hang out with you again. It was it was sweet. It was <laughs> <laughs> That's so 
That's terrible. It doesn't sound sweet at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what happened to that guy. So, in honor of our 10-year anniversary, if you haven't had enough yet, we are going to give you 10 tips uh, to have a long and lasting relationship. Number one, laugh as much as possible, like we do on this podcast. <laughs> that was a terrible, <laughs> that was like the most pathetic that laugh ever. That wasn't me offering, it wasn't, it wasn't an example. It felt like it. Okay. Number two, you should go on dates. Yeah, I think this is really important because a lot of times when you get into a serious relationship, you stop courting the person because, and God, I just I used courting. Which yeah, is, you did. I, I, don't, I did not realize that was coming out of my mouth. But you're not really trying to like woo them. Mm-hmm. And now I just used woo. And now you used woo. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to impress them anymore. Like, you already got them. You Now maybe you live together. You know what I'm saying? So there's not that enticement to take them nice places or... Sure. You can easily get comfortable on the couch. Exactly. Netflix and, we've and done, chill. Ooh, and we have done the comfortable on the couch. But if you schedule in dates and you try to do, like, fun things with each other, it does keep things interesting and, you know, like, make it special from time to time. You don't have to... Do anything expensive either. No, it doesn't have to be cheesy like, this is date night. It doesn't have to be like that. It's just really about getting your ass out of the house. Right. That's what it's about. And spending some time doing something other than hanging out on your couch. So the third tip for a long and healthy relationship is to have a podcast that makes other people think your relationship is amazing so that you'll have to continue in that relationship so that you don't look stupid. Yeah, and th- I think this is a great one because I've seen, you know, for example, people have relationship YouTube channels, which are great, no shade to those things, but people have to see your face. So when you're on a podcast, you can look like shit while also still looking like you're in a successful relationship. And you can't really do that on YouTube. Mm. People are gonna actually see what you look like. For example, right now, Patrick is in a suit, but I am basically in my pajamas. You are and- slumming it. So And you would never know that, but by the sound of everything, it sounds like, you know, I'm still keeping it. You might think I have eyelashes on and, like, my <laughs> eyebrows filled in, and I, none of those things are true right now. So the podcast element of that is key. Number four, have exactly two dogs. One dog, you might make it to two or three years. Two dogs, <laughs> ten years guaranteed. <laughs> Number five, don't call the police. Don't do it. Um, You can text them or tweet them. Um, Most police officers are on Twitter, or police uh, precincts are on Twitter. Number six, always be on your partner's side. Oh, did you add that one? I did. You can see who wrote this stuff. I wrote all of these, actually. Oh, yeah, you wrote like two. I've got all the tips. No, you wrote two through like eight. Um, Here's one. (laughs) Out of ten. Watch movies and listen to podcasts about really bad relationships and then think, at least we're not like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that works out for us. Have a baby. That will naturally solve all your problems. That's number eight, and and clearly it is very true because we don't have any babies. <laughs> and <laughs> number nine. Get out of my uterus. Have a secret baby that you can scapegoat freely. Oh, secret babies are great because you don't have to take care of them and you don't have to send them to college. <laughs> they cost very little money in, in the long run, and you get to take out all your, all your transgressions, all your difficulties, and all your heartache 
on that child. And if that baby thinks it's getting braces, it is fucking kidding itself, because I'm not paying to fix his teeth at all. Okay. Secret baby. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. This is one that I included. Don't compare your relationship to anyone else's. That's really hard. I think social media makes that worse, actually, because mm. you see everybody's relationship going great. Maybe you listen to their podcast and you think their relationship is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we just at like number two <laughs> suggested that we do this so that we look like we're a better relationship than we have. And now we're saying don't believe it. Don't. Because everyone's relationship is different. And you only know what they let you know. And so if you look at someone and you're like, hashtag goals, which, why are you using hashtag goals in real life? Don't say that. <laughs> With an earshot of anyone who can hear you. Please don't. Um, then, you know, you, don't, you're, you are comparing yourself to like a fantasy. You don't know what it's like. Most people don't you know, share on social media the real shit that goes on behind closed doors. Like, when they have to stop the podcast because their wife starts crying and she has, like, a little breakdown. You don't know about that. You don't know that that happens. Well, they didn't. No, that didn't happen. But if it did happen, you wouldn't know. Mm. So don't compare yourself because there's stuff going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. Right, because Fran actually took a nice little cry break. I had, like I had, solid I had, like, a breakdown. I had to console her. It was, uh, that's number... Number 11. No, on don't our do number 11. I want to do number 11. No, that's my number 11. Okay, I just added ahead, it. Ahead, number ahead, 11 is know how to console your wife when she starts bawling. Okay, that was not really number 11. But okay, sure. Number 12. If your grandma calls your husband fat, don't take it personally. Ah, uh, boo. Well, I'm just trying to tell people that sometimes your grandma says shitty things and you can't let it get to you. Your grandma is not invited to our wedding. Our next one. <laughs> Whenever. Next event that we have, your grandma's not involved. You don't remember that she said that after we got married? I, I, no, she didn't say that after, after. No, after we got married. After we got married, she said, next time you have a wedding, don't, don't do it on the beach. Exactly. The first time I met her, she said, oh, the fat one? <laughs> um, number, I think that's enough. Num 12, 12 things to make you have a long-lasting relationship. In honor of 10 years, 12 things for 10 years. That makes all of the sense. <laughs> Let's move on to listener emails. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And this email comes from Terrence, and he says, I found out about the podcast on Friday. I listened to three episodes. I liked it. I connected with your dynamic because it reminded me of how my wife and I interact. But what I connected to most was in episode two when Francesca called Patrick her house husband and talked about how he whips up masterpieces in a tiny kitchen. We had the exact same situation in my house. Where your wife calls you a house husband? Yes. To and demean you? He whips everything. I mean, I understand up. that you're an awesome cook, but but Okay, can I finish don't, Terrence's? Don't accept that sass. Can I finish Terrence's question? Number 13 to having a long and lasting relationship. <laughs> don't let your wife sass you like that. I could go on about the similarities between Patrick and I and how we both obsess over menus and ingredients and started cooking just so we could not have to wash dishes or put the food away afterwards. But for the sake of brevity, I'll just get to the point. Patrick said he'd put recipes on the website, but there aren't any, and it gave me the sads. Sad face emoji. Any chance that'll happen? Is this my, t is my time to talk? The question is for Patrick. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, probably not, because for a number of reasons. Why? Um, because, it's A, it's not on my resolution list. <laughs> 
a B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. I'm sorry. New, new resolution. Don't make that sound. <laughs> don't ever, ever again. make that sound again. Um, B. It's just I. I don't. I don't. I mean, I. I don't really have recipes. I have things that I've made, and. Um, but you could put pictures of stuff. Listen, I've encouraged you to start. I, an I should Instagram. start an Instagram. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a New Year's resolution. I will start an Instagram. I. I I don't know how to put things on the site. That's really what this is all about. I don't know I how to work show a website. You. I can show you these things. But I think I, I can, can figure out. I can show you the world. <laughs> the Way world like that. I think I can. I think I can manage to work an Instagram. So I do intend to do that. You could put in the caption like what's in it. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Or even sometimes you do use recipes that you find like on food.com or like Epicurious or something like that, and you can link to it and say like this was my inspiration, and then I added these things or whatever. Mm, that's true. That's true. I would, um, yeah, I, I would love to share the things that I make, but uh, it seems like just one more thing that I have to do. Okay, well, I, I think you should try. I think it would be a fun project for you. Okay, you know what? You know what, Terrence? I actually, I appreciate this email so much that, uh, that I am going to give it a shot just for you. Awesome. Um, so, yes, please send us emails. We would love to hear from you. I think that we should wrap up the show with a little Slanguage B. This week's Slanguage B phrase comes from Nadia. I hope I said that right. And she knew I would have a hard time because it says, have fun pronouncing it. And you know what? I'm saying she, but it might not be a she. I don't know. Because I don't even know. How would you pronounce this, Patrick? It's N-D-E-Y-E? Nadia? Nadia? I do. I don't know. Why are you asking me? It's like I need yay. I hope that I said that right. And I hope that you enjoyed me struggling with it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the phrase is it's lit. Oh, it's lit. I know what that means. It's like it's going off. It's awesome. It's like on fire. It's it's killing it. It's like popular. Okay. It's everything right at the moment. Yes, you got it. It's got it's got it's got uh, it doesn't take any seats. No. It, uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to like reach back into other, other language. Okay, okay, this was an easy one. It was extremely easy. I thought you might not know it. Brutally easy. Okay, well, insultingly some of, easy. Then. I've given you some easy ones, like you didn't know what snatched meant. I mean, there are tons no, of easy that ones meant. that you didn't get before. So how was I supposed to know? I don't know what you know. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if you want to send us a language B, you can tweet it to us with the hashtag last name basis or email it to us at lmbpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just tweet us individually and let us know what you thought of this week's show or the show in general at Cheska Lee. At tie optional. And uh, yeah, I think that that was it. And I hope that oh, this the band's sounds- back. Oh, God damn <laughs> the band. But you know what? Maybe they knew we were getting ready to wrap up. 